This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Josh, uh, over the weekend, you and I were at an event um, where there was a some catering involved mm. where you could just go up, help yourself, do whatever you want. Yep. Um, and I just saw an example of why children, uh, and I mean children, under the ages of 10, I think you kind of... You get a li- little bit more of an identity or whatever after you're 10. And you're like, I can sort things out for myself. But kids under 10 are asking way too much of their parents. What In what way? Like Because, I mean, so you, you are, the, the contract is they're your kids. Yeah. So you do try and, like, do things for them. That's, and they that's, already get food. That's the understanding. Yeah. They get food, clothes, yeah. attention, love, mm. shelter, yeah. school, toys sometimes, books, whatever. They already get all that. And, and I'm you, saying that's fine. That's you're understanding the what the bare necessities are. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> They, that is all fine to me. That's completely okay. But I just need... Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, actually, no. This whole break's about how children need to start fending for themselves. Yeah, back to the factories. Yeah, Mowgli yeah. style from the jungle My book. My God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, what I saw was just a kid, and I think I did it. I think all kids do it. And I just would like parents to start standing up for themselves a little bit. No. <laughs> What happened was there was this, a wide selection of things that you could just go up yeah. and have a little snack on. Mm-hmm. There was some spring rolls, yeah. there was some samosas, there was some dumplings, yeah. and then there was like a little fruit platter next to it. Mm-hmm. His dad was going up with his two kids um, who both looked like they were around maybe one of them looked like he was about eight and the other one looked like he was about yeah. six or whatever. So they looked like very young boys. But as they were lining up for this food, one of the kids said to the dad, have I ever had dumplings before? And that mm. went, yeah, mate. And then the other one went, Dad, do I like watermelon? And he went, yeah, mate. Mm. At what point are you meant to just keep a mental record of oh, things yeah, that no, this children is part of it. enjoy? Yeah, this is part of it. What the hell do you you're mean it's part of it? You're essentially, so I've, I've, I've had a front row seat because Carrie's got two boys under yeah. 10. Um, you're, you're like a stenographer. Like it's your yeah. job to keep the record of everything they do, everything they think, every opinion they have, it just, seems, just so they can yeah. recall it off you later yeah. so you can go, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I just am so confused. It's like I put it myself into that headspace where I'm like, I haven't asked anyone for at least, I don't know, 21 years. If you do, like a food. Do yeah. I like a food? Mm-hmm. That's not something that I feel like I should know, happen. Is it, the, the thing here is too, the, the, the great thing about Carrie's Boys is they just take, like they were there at this event with us yeah. and they just, we just went to the buffet and got them food and yeah. they were like, brilliant, food, Good, this is wonderful. Yeah. Like they're not very picky, but when they do get picky, it's usually for food I want. So yeah. I just get to tell them they don't like it. I'm like, no, it's yeah, spicy. Yeah. You won't like it. And I then, like then I that. get to enjoy the food myself. I'm enjoying. I'm yeah. going to enjoy that lie about yeah. being a dad of just like, oh, no, this is spicy, mate, yeah. while I'm eating. I the don't youngest, know, the six-year-old is developing a bit of a taste for spicy food, though. So oh. I have to tell him, like, no, it's super spicy. Or sour. I don't yeah. know. They probably like sour. This is too much of an umami flavour. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I'm not, not going to no explain one really that to knows, you, so yeah. that's fine. Don't worry about it. me. <laughs> now, the thing here is you're obviously very frustrated by this concept, and it's something that parents all, bad for this dad. all across the ACT are more than aware of. And if you even want to get involved, 13, 10, 60, what's the dumbest question your kids ever asked yeah. you about yeah. themselves? <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. they should know about themselves. Do I like shorts? I would love... Oh, mate, yeah. do you? Exactly. I don't know. Do exactly. You? These are the questions parents get asked. But one thing I have noticed is this thing probably hits you in a more irritating way 
because I don't know if you put the dots together. But I did as I, I was speaking. I frequently yeah. ask you whether or not I like yeah. certain foods. You're like, do, am I going to like this little hors d'oeuvre? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know, mate. Ned's got yeah. a fancier palate than me, so when we're at yeah. fancy events, I go, is this is this going to be too spicy? Yeah. <laughs> and by fancier, I mean I like just eat things that look kind of nice. You eat vegetables. Yeah, yeah, eat yeah, vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, yesterday, um, my mum had been here since Thursday and yes. yesterday afternoon she took off she departed went on a plane she used uh, she was like a, a silver member of whatever club she's a part mm-hmm. of and she used one of her two that she gets in a year passes to the lounge yesterday how because she was in you, how early did you drop her off I left her like five hours early actually though no like I got her just I got her there just in time and but she still used the lounge she had a layover in Melbourne that was for like four hours oh she used the lounge there yes oh I was gonna say what a waste yeah then that makes more sense so she went up there, had some dinner. Because uh, one of the coolest things about flying to uh, Launceston, Tasmania, is that mm. you get a nice little five-hour layover in yeah. Melbourne sometimes. Sometimes. Which is the most fun you, you can are have. one of only about maybe 400 people in yeah. Canberra that would appreciate a direct yeah. Canberra to Launceston yeah. flight. So, I mean, it's not a, it's a vocal minority, but I it's understand. not I understand <laughs> I'm not speaking for the people. Yeah. I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> when I just am really demanding to have a flight straight to Launceston, please. But my mum flew home. Yes. She left at three. I dropped her at the airport at about two. And then I came home um, to my dog, Lenny, who was just like, for the first time in four days, by himself. Yeah. Because mum, obviously, when I went to work, mum was there. Well, I guess we did leave him at home a few times, but... For the most part, someone He's was there to companion. look around. He's dead. And mum has been, it was smitten with him. She was so in love with him and she yeah. was running around and giving him attention and stuff. Um, God, this just keeps getting better for this dog. So he's been rescued from the RSPCA. Yeah. He's got a new home. Yep. He's got it settled into the new home to the point where he's now eating shoes. Tearing he's like, I'm, I'm not going back. Yeah. This, guy, this guy loves this guy's me. Going, yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> this guy would never. And then now there's just a new addition of another human. Who's even he's even like, nicer than oh me. Oh my God, this just keeps getting better and better. And it really has been getting better and better for him. Um, Except for last night where, so mum hasn't necessarily been cooking for me, but she's just like, hey, should we do this or should we order this? Or you've got enough stuff Mm. around the house that we could just make this and then I'll help her or whatever. She's been leading leading you to water. Exactly right. You still have to drink. I still have to drink, but we've very much been, yeah, she's been helping me out. Uh, Yesterday I also bought the new Call of Duty, and so I started Mm. playing that a little Mm bit. Um, Played that into the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then I realized. You answered the call. I did answer the call, mm-hmm. and it was my duty. Mm. Um, but realised it was like seven o'clock. You still had an organised food. Sitting had an organised mm-hmm. food. No one there to like inspire me or go like, yeah. "Hey, look in the fridge. We got some stuff. Don't worry about it." Trains were no longer running on time. Looked down at Lenny, and he had been getting like a vague pat. Every time I got killed, I'd like lean down and just like give him a little pat, and be yeah. like, mm-hmm. t- "He was like a little stress ball for yeah, me." I was like, yeah. "Okay, it's all right. Just touch the grass. It's okay." Missing a patch yeah, of yeah. fur. <laughs> <laughs> like, please stop. <laughs> uh, I looked at him, and he looked so sad. He was like, "I've not been getting even close to the amount of attention I deserve." Yeah, mum's gone. We're both so bummed out. Oh, we were like walking around the house last mate. night going like, uh, I went out and just bought takeaway. I bought, yeah. I gave him his food and then he just like went sulked in his bed. And I'm like, yeah, look, mate, I'm, mm. I, I, I will say, not that it's a competition, but I am sadder than you that yeah. my mum's gone. Yeah. But this is not right. I wanted it Funny. at all. Like that's, that's lovely. Um, but just with my family dynamics, the high wire act that is the stress of having my family here, yeah. that any moment one comment could be taken the wrong way yeah. and there's a fight now. Yeah. It's a relief when my family dies. <laughs> so, which my mum's throwing stuff at me. Like I woke up on Saturday morning. She's like, you're going pretty bald. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, see, okay, maybe cool. I'm, we're all very highly strung, <laughs> sensitive people, my family. Maybe we just need to be a bit more like yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs>
Josh, I am at a loss this morning because I don't know how to solve a problem even a little bit. Okay. And I really... It's so annoying. It's such an annoying thing that's happened to me. Uh, last it's night, made more annoying by the fact that it's now happening to all of us. We well, no, no, need, no, no, we need to help you through it. Maybe if you are going, you're like, God, I've got to fill up, I don't know, the Brita water filler and you're, uh, filter, and you're like, I can't be bothered doing that. Yeah. This is a worse problem than that, oh, so good. maybe it'll put it into oh, perspective. Yeah, nice. Getting home last night, had a bit of food, was getting ready to get out of the car. I've taken the uh, sticky tape off the clicker that's on my garage clicker. Like a um, little remote? Yeah. yeah. Just because uh, I spilled a bunch of sparkling water on it a while ago, and mm. then it fried it, and I was like, I'm going to have to replace the whole thing. Took the sticky tape off. It was all good again. So I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Interesting. But that means the back of it's just essentially falling off whenever, mm. and there's a little battery that's in it. Now, I got home last night, picked up the clicker, and just a bit of a cavalier, uh, just let me close the garage door. Mm. The battery, like Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me bend yeah. technology to my will by closing the garage door. Exactly right. Except that I have to like really aim it at the sensor. Yeah. And I have to go like, Ehh! and then even then, and then my garage goes, go door goes. Yeah, yeah. So I do feel a little bit like Tony Stark, but not enough for it to very poor Tony Stark. Yeah, very poor, sad Tony Stark. But what happened when I went to click it? Aluminium man, not Iron Man. You can't quite afford the Iron. Yeah, the tin foil man. Yeah. Went to click it, and the battery is full blown out the back of the little clicker okay. thing. Yeah. Um, and then I looked at it, and I've looked at it once before, this little battery that's in the back, and don't even know... It's not a, it's not a AAA. I'm having a look at battery size. Oh, you don't know what battery Wikipedia. it is. I don't even understand what Wait, battery okay. is. So is it a little button battery, like a little no, circle one? It's not a circle one. It looks... It's the same shape as a AAA. It's just tiny. But tiny. I've seen them before. They um, are bizarre. They are the, they're freak batteries. They're they the are. weirdest batteries. I'm having a look at all of the battery sizes now on Wikipedia because I need to solve this problem today. Batteries shaped that size. Yeah. The smallest should be AAA. That yes. should be the smallest. But these are like even littler than that. They're it's littler like, than that. It's like and a half a AAA. It's not an A, because I'm having a look at an A. It's not a B. The C's are obviously the big yeah. ones. It's obviously not that. It's a quadruple A. It's an it's not well, there's no such thing. No, I that's wish what I'm there saying. Was. These are freak batteries. We should get them small. It's not an A eleven or an A twenty three or an A twenty seven. You I'm need to go so to, annoyed. You know where you need to go? Yeah. You need to go to J Car. If I give them the remote and yeah, go like, just, put something just, in this, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God. J Car's the place to go. Yeah. If you have any, if you have any technical question like this, Jaycar, yeah. they'll yeah. know. Honest- if you get, you can take an electronic item into Jaycar anywhere in Australia and go, "What's this?" and what they the go, I, do? "I don't know." Yeah, put it down and run away. Yeah, That's what yeah. I would say. Whatever You've you're holding into a Jaycar, whatever you're holding in your hand is too dangerous yeah. for you to have any access to. It's like cuttlefish. How they're like, we don't know how they got to planet Earth. Yeah, That's what it would be like to Jaycar. They'd be like, this must have fallen off. I don't know, some moon rocket 50 million years ago because we don't know what this is. We don't want it yeah. and we don't want this business. Please get the hell out. Yeah. This is scaring all of us. All of our technicians have never seen this before. This segment brought to you by J-Car. Yeah, 62 locations <laughs> all around. I oh, know, it's probably more than that. <laughs> uh, Josh, here's the news he- uh, headline for you. A cobra has died after being bitten by an eight-year-old boy. Wow. Okay. Do you need yeah. me to say that again? Yeah, no, because again. I needed to have it re- I read it three times and I went, hang on, I've... The, a cobra has died after being bitten by a boy. Yep. Did, so, I, I haven't have misspoken. You, have you looked at other websites to yes. make sure this is... Yep. I have multi, I've checked on multiple sources. A cobra has died by after being bitten by an eight-year-old boy. Score one humans. Finally that getting some back. Four million snakes, <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly fine. Right. So, wait. So, how... What? Yeah. Go again. Tell Ex- me more details. Yeah. Tell me more details. So, uh, this boy in India, he's eight years old. A cobra, a king cobra, has wrapped itself around his arm, and he's going... Ah! 
and bitten, bitten it. it, bitten it, better taste of your own medicine. How do you like this? Wow. And the cobra has died. What did he bite him on the head or something? Like right where no. his brain is or something? Not in the middle. Just in the <laughs> middle of his body. We honestly need to be looking into this kid. Oh, my God. This, this kid might be able to save humanity. It's amazing. It's absolutely insane. Obviously, the doctors are like pretty good that the cobra didn't bite him. Turn around and give him a bit of what yeah, for. But, yeah. yeah, bit it, shook it off, and then the snake went, oh, what's happened to me? I think, you know what, the snake, in this scenario, I can only assume has died of humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> he's not He's not going to be able to face other snakes now. This like he's, sucks. Oh, I'm so lame. <laughs> Ned, mm. just taking a little bit of a look at airline innovation. Um, I'm a bit of a nerd with this stuff. I enjoy watching videos of new planes and new ideas and all that sort of thing. I've seen this today, though. This is actually out in the mainstream. This has come off a news website, mm. which means this idea is a bit pie in the sky, but also potentially on the way. Now, business class cabins. I've never flown business class. Uh, I've gone for a bit of uh, premium X or whatever yeah. it is, like premium economy, which is a bit exciting. Uh, but I've never. Uh, but I've seen a business class cabin. I know what they look like. This time next year, will that be the case? Will, will I have not flown business class? Yeah. I don't. I can't comment on that. Yeah. There isn't. A, there may be a trip planned, huh. but it's. Don't worry. The point. Huh. No. No. It doesn't matter. I've never huh. seen. I've seen a business class cabin. That's the, what I'll be like by the end of next year. The configuration <laughs> is one, two, one. That's how it sort of lines up. So, so like one on the one window, on the, yeah. two in the middle, one on the other yeah. window. That's how business class usually sort of works for most airlines. I see it when people like on Instagram are flying around, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. So they've got like the little divider in the middle because mm-hmm. the two aren't usually like you no. don't look at someone it's like a little separated and a lot of airlines now that divider in the middle can just be pushed down yeah and if you're a couple that's the perfect spot for you, can you to be hands. you can hold hands <laughs> um the new innovation is still very much one two one so one two in the middle one on the side yep except in the middle now will be a double bed what so like a hospital yeah. bed that can sit <laughs> up like it'll sit up yeah but then it actually lies flat and yeah. it's just a double bed like that's uh, how that's how this works. I don't know if that's a good idea. I mean, it's great for the couple. Yeah. Um. Obviously, not going into Smutville, but that's probably where everyone's brain. Went. Obviously, people aren't going to be doing that on a plane. But still, <laughs> well, cut. people have been doing it no, without no, the beds. I didn't mean not in full view of everybody, not in these beds. Yeah. But there's no divider on the side. So the point I'm trying to make here is yeah. even people canoodling and cuddling and just holding each other and yeah. sleeping while you're the random in the seat on the side. Yeah. That that's got to make everyone uncomfortable, doesn't it? Like, I, th- I would imagine so. That's, that's not a comfortable thing. You don't want to watch someone, like, yeah, get be in love. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Oh, it's cool. Just, I'm like, sitting here by myself with my champagne. Yeah. This feels kind of bad. I'm just trying to enjoy myself yeah. here. And I tell you what, the other the scenario where I think this is also quite bad is that, like, when a uh, like a, fl- a flight host or whatever comes up to you and they, like, wake you up. Do you and forget the word attendant then? Like well, a I flight know, attendant? I was like, is it steward? Is that, it attendant? Is it host? I don't know. Yeah. They're hosting the air to me, so whatever. <laughs> When they go and wake you up, if you're asleep, mm. you're sitting up. So you're like, oh, but you're like, oh, I'm sitting up. So whatever. Someone came and did that to me while I was lying down asleep. I'd be like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then I'd be on like a plane. That would be terrifying. If someone came out to come up and wake me up like I'm a five-year-old yeah. late for school. And my mum's like, come on, mate. That would scare the life yeah, out of me. I've already got the life flat beds in business anyway. That's, that's not the innovation. That's I, not the part. Again, I'm innovation. so far out of this world. Yeah. That I wouldn't know. <laughs> But tell me how it's, tell me what it's like. You know, yeah. just once again, I yeah. actually don't know either. Send me a letter from business class. For now, for now. I don't know what it's like for now. <laughs> 
Josh, hangovers are nearly as bad as your as work destroying your personal property. This is, yeah, this yeah. is like the eighth pair of headphones, yeah. guys. I'm sorry, this is really yeah. specific. Can you pass them to me? I want to see if they're actually broken or it's. Just... Well, yeah, I was going to say you'll know straight away. <clears throat> Put them on and listen away. Give me, give me the headphones back. There you go. I'll try over this side of the desk. I don't want to derail everything, but I feel I'll like just start this... telling everyone about yeah, you the hangover go. cure. All right. What has happened is that scientists. Well, what has happened several, several times yeah, over the span broken. of uh, is that scientists will often go. You know what? Everyone hates a hangover. I also think that it sort of keeps people uh, as a humanity. Humble. Humble. It's, it's like, you know what? Sometimes you need to face some repercussions for your actions. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. if you are being very cavalier and lackadaisical mm. with what you're doing in a night, maybe on a Sunday you shouldn't feel that good. Mm-hmm. But they usually are like, here's the cure to a hangover. It's an ostrich egg. Climb to the top of the yeah. Himalayas. You, yeah, that's it. You need Himalayan rock salt. Speak you need to an snow eagle. from yeah. the top of Mount Everest. You need mud from the Black Sea. It's like, oh, it's enough. This is silly. Yeah, it is very silly. It's usually the most unattainable stuff. Or it's like, don't drink in the first place. Uh, the second you have a drink, have water. And it's yeah. like, yeah, okay. Well, these. I would like a cure. They don't tell you when you break your arm. They're like, did you think about... Not breaking your arm. Mm. That's the cure to that a broken actually arm. did happen to you at the hospital. Yeah, but that yeah. guy was a jerk. Yeah, so you got, yeah. You, you got, yeah. I got attacked by a dog and he was like, have you thought about not doing he that? He literally said that. Yeah. He was like, why did you do that? And I was like, oh, good good one, mate. Yeah, That's, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> you spot on. I, I'm thinking about not doing it now, but the cure this time. What is it? Let's go. Let's. I want to hear it. I want to hear very, it. Very, very attainable. And also, it kind of sounds like a nice day. You need coconut water, lime, and pear. Ah. Okay. And for a little bit of a snack, because a lot of people go, like, get the, the greasier the better. Mm. They're saying no. Just a light meal of cheese, tomatoes, and some cucumber. Mm. I get the cucumber because it's very refreshing. I don't get the tomatoes yeah, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. But the cheese is interesting. I try to avoid cheese when I'm hungover. I feel like it actually makes me feel really bad. Interesting. Well, hang on, don't you go to <laughs> uh, fast food restaurants that serve? No, no, no. I usually now I get chicken and chips. No cheese oh, involved. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is, yeah. a, this is a new development since yeah. we lived together, which was at this point nearly six years yeah, ago. It's so. amazing. I've changed. Yeah, I can't believe you've moved on. on. No, wait. So go with the thing again. The first part. Coconut water mm-hmm. with some lime and pear. Yep. And I'm guessing pear juice, maybe. But this has already been done. This has already been done. It's called Hair of the Dog. Because to me, that sounds like the beginning of a cocktail. Yeah, it does. It's it certainly like, does. Yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, if yeah. you want to add some vodka in there, that's totally your business. Maybe that's what it is. It's you trick your body and it's yeah. all, it's everything but the alcohol. So get your body f- goes, we're on again. And then get it goes, the blender on. out, guys. Get ready to get some crushed ice. <laughs> Ned, mm. uh, reports out yesterday that the average billionaire yeah. on planet Earth puts out a million times more greenhouse gas than a normal person. So basically, I've looked up here, there's 2,668 billionaires in the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they put out more than what? That, so that makes it more than 3 billion other people yeah. they put out. It's incre- that's incredible so, to me. Yeah, they're putting out more than half of uh, yeah, wow, the, population. the population. So quickly, yeah. and this is important to note here, so that means a million times more than the average person. Mm-hmm. So you could also do that maths as like a million people don't put out as much as one, one billionaire. Person. Yeah, one person. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's pretty wild. Isn't that crazy? Like just I guess with yeah. their private travel and the, yeah, all that sort of stuff, it's 
it's it's becoming a bit of a thing and because because flight data is publicly accessible people can construct you know where Elon Musk has been yeah. or where Jeff Bezos has been like these things and there's now websites dedicated to almost shaming billionaires for unnecessary private flights that they're taking well there was a billionaire I read it like I can't remember what his name is and it's probably one of the th- well there's 2000 so yeah. I, do, I can't I don't know I'm not across all of them but there was a guy who like literally sold his private jet because he's like I don't like people tracking me anymore he's yeah like, I like people knowing it and it's like that is not good that's not a good sign for humanity yeah. if this guy was like I was doing so much of this travel that people are getting called on that now I'm like I'm out of it I'm yeah. done I would rather fly business or first yeah. class than be called on how many times I'm flying there just are, here and there I was, I was watching a video about this the other day there are now boutique travel agencies where they don't even advertise what the holidays are if you're a billionaire you just get in contact with them and they essentially make you disappear for like a month like people that mm. no one knows where you are, no one knows what you're doing, but you're having like amazing luxury holidays. But their whole point of difference is if you're a billionaire, yeah. we keep you off off the radar. Like no one knows where you've gone. I don't even that's, know. If- that's to stop people from following how much greenhouse gas you're putting into the atmosphere. Can I can I pivot here, right? Yeah. Obviously we we're on the way to a global catastrophe. We're yes. already we're already very much on the way there. Yes. You need to do some research for it if you don't think so. Science will deliver change nearly there. Yeah, we're nearly there. It's it's scary. But if you had two billion dollars right now, yeah. This is what makes this hard, I would imagine, being a billionaire. If you could fly to the Super Bowl just because you want to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, this it, is this is where I'm at. Like, I'm not a billionaire. So I imagine being one and going, that would be sick. Being a <laughs> like, billionaire a in, problem. Being a billionaire in 1940 seems like it's a lot less stressful yeah. than being a billionaire now. <laughs> uh, I host trivia at PJ's in the city on a Monday night. Uh, 6.30 is when it starts. Uh, went very well last night. I think it was a good, good night at trivia. Um, it is it's kind of late for me at a night. Um, I actually, by the way, met a guy uh, last night who's playing uh, touch football this morning, parliamentary touch football, so good on him. Why? He's actually playing right now, so I don't know why yeah. I gave that shout out, but if he's listening, yeah. lovely to meet you, sir. And if this makes the podcast... Lovely to meet you, sir. Great. <laughs> yeah. He was hoping that it would rain because, like, I really don't want to play tomorrow. Yeah. No such luck. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> mate. It's beautiful out there Sorry, right now. <laughs> so we really won't hear this. He really won't hear it. <laughs> um, I, so down there at Trivia last night, uh, I started to put the dots together on something. There's a team that has stopped coming to Trivia. They were like a team that would come every single week and they've Regulars. stopped coming. Yeah. And it's been like the last five weeks they haven't rocked up. Now, can I tell you what happened the last time I saw them? Yes. They left halfway through trivia. Okay. So that's a bit of evidence. That's a bit of evidence in my camp for what I'm about to suggest. Yeah. Because, and I'm not going to hold back here. Um, they, I've, I've had conversations with the people who are in this team. They're all lovely people, but they're big trivia fans. You can just tell. They're big trivia fans. They're in it like, to win it. Yeah, they're in it to win it. Yep. And this is the part where I'm not holding back. The lovely people, they have started sucking hugely over the last, like, six weeks. They've just gone from being very good at the trivia yeah. to, for some reason, going right down in the rankings. Like, Are you noticing any key players have dropped off? No, no, it's the, the same, same team. So I don't know what's happening with the questions, yeah. or maybe I, I don't know what's going on. But they all come from the same dude as well. They've like, stopped rocking up. Yeah. I think they've cracked the sets. <laughs> they just realised they're maybe not as good as trivia. As no, they I think they've got. You know thought, what? This trivia is not for us anymore. If we yeah. can't, if we can't get in the top three, we're not. We're not doing this trivia anymore. Where were they placing beforehand? So like, like three months regularly ago. top three, regularly wow. top three, and, yeah, and a couple of times they win. Like they'd win, wow. and then it was you know two, and then maybe one week it was three, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it just started being like five. Seven. Yeah. Back up to four. 
but then back down to seven. Like, I think they've literally gone, screw this. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. I mean, it does suck when you start getting things wrong that yes. you think you were going to yes, know as yes. well. Like, you kind of assure, like, you start putting a lot of weight in it where you're like, oh, well, this is something that I'm good at and I'll go to and it makes me feel yeah. good every week or whatever. And then if it starts sucking, you're kind of like, oh. That's what's tough about Monday trivia because if you if you blow Monday trivia, your week can be off to a pretty bad you start. You want to go to, a, like, a Tuesday trivia yeah. the next yeah, you night. You need to re- redo it. You yeah. re- need to rebuild Rome pretty much straight away. And I suggest to that team, try some kids' trivial pursuits oh, on a Tuesday wow. morning. It's so, obviously going to really <laughs> bump up your time. So they'll never be back then. <laughs> I don't think they're ever coming back. <laughs> Time for serious business. We are in TikTok game mode this morning. We are. And I am ready to find a winner. Slash defeating Sauron. Zod. (laughs) Sauron and the the forces of evil. In this studio, there is a TikTok biscuit. On one side, it has yellow icing. On the other, a clock face. Yeah. You get on the phone, 131060, right now. And try and tell us what time is on this TikTok biscuit. Daniel is on the line from Bungendore. Daniel, how are you this morning? I'm well, thanks, mate. Yeah, good. good. Thank you, Daniel. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for also taking it down a notch, Daniel. Just, Daniel's not feeling as epic, but that's fine. That's no, okay. I think he's feeling adequately epic, which should be... Daniel, yeah. here we go. The TikTok game, mate, it's your chance to decide what time is on this TikTok biscuit. All we need from you now is a time. My friend, it's a yellow icing biscuit. If that helps you in any way, shape or form, what are you vibing? I'm vibing 305. 305. 305. Mr. Worldwide. Daniel? Yep. From Bungendore? That's me. It is quarter past seven. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You did it that's very right. well no, done. No, no, that's okay, yeah, yeah, Daniel. Yeah. It's fine because yeah. we're still going to give you tickets to the Queen Bean Show anyway, mate. Congratulations. Um, but I'm not eating this, by the way. Yeah, no, Ned's, Ned's now protesting by not eating the biscuits anymore, Daniel. They're about I'm 18 not, months old. I'm not so. protesting. I'm, you just put it I, back in the jar. Yeah. Get it out of the jar. Why? What? So it doesn't it's been infect used. the other ones? It's been used. Yeah, that's fine. The time's done. I... Thanks, you, oh, no, no, yeah, thank, no thank don't you worry, Daniel. We'll just have the argument with that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you do understand what's been happening. <laughs> Why the hell did no, you just up, say that? Shut up, shut up, shut yeah, up. So I think no, you've just no, realised what only, you've done. No, you, the reason we need to shut up is a listener just went, no, yeah. I'll let you boys sort yeah. this out, and saw himself out of our radio show. And that's fair enough. We've gone past a point, I think. Here is producer Mike. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm really good. How That's are you great. guys? Oh, you very would be well rested, thank you. I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Doing great. Super well rested, actually. I don't get this attitude from Josh you Michael. Fairly, and you I were don't fairly want, yeah. in, in it with me uh, only four minutes ago. So. Very much defended you turned 30. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I contributed is that I picked you up from the airport, which was also <laughs> fine. You asked me about it. Yeah, I will I, say if it was half an hour later, I would have said no. That's. I mean, that's also fair, but yeah. also I did offer because I know you need a lift to the airport at some point in the future. Got too. some no. bad news for you that I booked on a 6 a.m. flight Literally Saturday. this Friday. Literally this Friday, I need to lift to the airport. Yeah. We'll oh, talk later. These chickens That's are coming home to roost. Um, yeah. Welcome back to the show, Michael. It's <laughs> wonderful to have you back, and you've got some news for us. Yes. So, from like what you said before, in the hygiene world, um, so a, a doctor uh, in Pennsylvania, uh, an OBGYN doctor, has said that the way we should be wearing our underwear, like in terms of length of time, we should be having our underwear. Yeah. 
should actually be only six to twelve months mm, per gross. year of underwear. Um, What's gross about that? That I you? have undies that are like four years old. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's it. I I measure a good undie if it can last twelve months. Yeah, I'm like, well, that means I spent my money well, which is I, usually only like twenty bucks. So I'm, for like a several of them, so it's not like I'm breaking the bank. I've got um, I've got basically. Uh, I'm a bit like Homer with his outfits. Like, I've got basically 14 of the same pair of undies, like just black mm. Calvin Klein's. Like, okay. And I can tell how old they are based on how black they still are. Like, the new ones are very much... Brown? No, black. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the other ones are like sun-faded black. Oh, like, they're getting okay. a little bit orangey black. You yeah. know, that kind of where this, it's like sun-faded? Yeah. yeah. It looks like they have more fluff on them yeah, than they yeah, usually yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I can go, okay, those ones are probably about to yeah. go. About to go. Yeah. yeah. According to this, it, it all depends on how you wash your, your underwear. So yep. if you wash your underwear in... I do. Warm, yes. In warm... <laughs> very good starting <laughs> yeah. point. It does honestly, make me a little nervous that you were so keen to let everyone know that you were. It's almost like, do you? Like, yes, no, that's totally no, something yeah, I, I do. do. Yes, yeah, don't do we that. all? I do that. I don't use a washboard where it's like the... <laughs> in a that sink. brown stuff isn't sun fade. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> Please move okay. on, Michael. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Save us. Uh, so if you wash your underwear in warm to hot water, right. yeah. they do they last longer because you're uh, killing the bacteria Interesting. in there. Interesting. If you wash them in cold water, you need to change them six to twelve months. Okay. Well, what are we looking at here from you, Ned? Cold, There's always cold. cold. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Yeah, cold. Cold, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, stuff shrinks, doesn't it? Well, so yeah. I'm not going to do an undie load of washing. Yeah. That's um, crazy and wasteful, I, how, more importantly. Uh, oldest pair that you know you've got on the books? I have some that are like, I have, so I have like a sleeping pair of undies, but oh, yeah. they're like more like boxes, and those are literally... Literally. 12 years old. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How do they even still fit you? <laughs> Well, they were very loose when I got them. Oh, right. Okay. But I, uh-huh. I, I got them when I was 15 years old. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's They're great. They're Batman ones, so I know. Well, they're not, I'm not wearing them through the day. Michael, you? Uh, well, I recently, about 18 months ago, changed from Calvin Klein's to Tommy Hilfiger, oh. and so I got a whole batch of new underwear mm. that's maybe 18 months old. This high-flying, travelling to Adelaide at the drop of a hat just to yeah. go for a birthday party Did lifestyle I tell is you making, I... a lot cl- yeah. making a lot more sense Yeah, Michael, now. be more like Josh and just, <laughs> just from Calvin Klein. And then barely wash them. <laughs> Calvin Klein to Tommy Hilfiger. Must be nice. Um, quickly, yeah. Ned, and I, Ned and I went on a undie buying date, and those undies, do you still have those Calvin I'm Klein undies? I'm wearing them. You're wearing them right now? Wow. Are yeah. you wearing yours? No, no, I'm not. But we both Thank bought God. the same pair of undies because yeah. they were on sale. They are my oldest pair of undies. They're good undies. Yeah, they're good Let undies. Let me just say, good undies. Yeah. <laughs> a good undie. Good undie. 12 years, really. 15. Again, I the don't boxes. use them during the day. Very interesting bit of just a coincidental note here. The By boxes the way, that fit him when he was 15 yeah. still fit him now. If very anyone, interesting. If anyone saw them, you would very much be aware they were 15 years old as well. That was the Ned and Josh, Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.